Welcome back to Studio Stories. I'm your host, Eve Van Corn, and today I'm speaking to Lucy Jessica Carter, who you may know from her YouTube or Instagram on all things motherhood. Stay tuned to find out more. So, hi, Lucy. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. So we're going to chat about a few different things today. Do you want to start by introducing yourself? Sure. So my name is Lucy and I feel like I'm doing a YouTube introduction. (laughs) I have (laughs) four children. Um, I have Jensen. He is seven. I have Jesse and he is four. He's about to start school in September. And then I have the twins, India and Rosabella, and they are 18 months old. So that is a little bit about me there and then I have a YouTube channel which is just called Lucy Jessica Carter and then I have my Instagram page which is just called the same thing so yeah yeah and how you mentioned before you got your partner Jordan how did you guys meet I do yes so we met at my friend's birthday no not birthday party it was my friend's leaving party so she it was my best friend actually at the time, still friends now, but um, she was having a leaving party. She was moving to Australia. What we thought at the time was just going to be like a year. So she had a leaving party and Jordan came along with one of his friends who was a friend of ours. And I had just come out of a long-term relationship. So I was, you know, like when you come out of a relationship and you're just like, looking for fun and like, yeah, yeah single so we, life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like in a really good place and he came to the party and fun fact, we didn't actually talk at all that night. Like I didn't even, we didn't even kind of acknowledge each other. Oh. <laughs> and then he, I know, it's, that's where we actually met, but then he added me on Facebook the next day. Classic, absolute uh, classic. Yeah, and that <laughs> is how we got talking. Um, and he messaged me, I think he messaged me saying, did you have a good night? And I was at my sister's at the time my older sisters like staying over because we always used to do sleepovers and things. Yeah. So that was that. And that's how it started. And it really started off as a friendship where it did from my perspective. Anyway, I don't know what Jordan (laughs) thinks, but for me, it was just like, Oh, this guy seems really nice. Like we were friends. We were friends for, for a little while. And then it went from there. Oh, nice. And now you've got four children together. Now talk to me about your journey to motherhood. Okay, so where do I start? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've all I've always wanted to be a mum. I was one of those people that like when I was like four years old, five years old, my mum would say, What do you want to be when you're older? I would always say a mum. But there was never anything else that kind of came into it. And I knew from the, from like that age that I wanted children and I wanted a lot of children. Um yeah, so I, it was always like something and I guess when I kind of left school and that, I kind of struggled with what to do because all I wanted to do was be a mum, but obviously it wasn't the right time. And then I met Jordan and it just happened actually. So that was pretty cool. We didn't even have to think about it or talk about it. We, it just happened and I got pregnant and here we are. It's Jensen seven. So seven years later and every pregnancy kind of just happened. So yeah it's all just been very natural how are all your pregnancies and and births with with each of your children so that wasn't so straightforward so I always knew about morning sickness and when I say morning sickness 
I mean like all day sickness, like severe, because my mum had it. So I always kind of knew in the back of my head that I might get it. She always used to say to me, oh, I think you'll get it because we're very similar. And when I first filed pregnant with Jensen, I felt absolutely fine for the first few weeks. And then I hit six weeks pregnant and I felt so ill. And I guess as well as just feeling ill and every time in my pregnancy, it actually really takes a toll on everything and especially your mental health. Like, because you're feeling so, so low physically, yeah, it, it does take, it took a toll on my mental health as well. And when I first got pregnant, I was a 20, I was 23 and I didn't know anyone that had a baby. Like not, not one of my friends had a baby. No, none of my family had kids like that were around my age. And I really felt very alone actually in that pregnancy. And obviously we weren't married. We weren't even living together at this point. So it was a really kind of funny time to have yeah, a baby. It was isolating. Nighttime. Yeah, it was. That, yeah, that's probably the right word, isolating. I did feel really isolated, and especially in the first trimester because, yeah, I just felt so ill. So it got better in the second and third trimester, definitely. I definitely picked up a bit. And then I went overdue. So I went overdue with Jensen, and I had to be induced because I had high blood pressure. But at the time, the hospital that I was due to be induced in, they had me as an in, as like on the ward, but they didn't have any space to induce me. So I was so overdue and I needed to be induced, but they were controlling my blood pressure with medication. And I just felt really miserable because I was in the hospital for a week. Yeah, it, it was just not a great place to be for me mentally. Um, and also a first pregnancy as well. It's not really ideal to go through all of that. No. And, you know, I just kind of got on with it. And then I did get induced finally. So I was really happy about that. Actually, I was thrilled. I remember like the feeling of them saying, right, it's your turn. I was like, oh my goodness. Brilliant. And then um, I was being induced and had the hormone drip and everything like that. But Jensen's heart rate kept dropping. So it ended up in in an emergency C-section. At the time, I didn't really kind of understand what was going on, but I just knew after that I wasn't kind of feeling okay, if you know what I mean. I, I was, mm. I was well, looking back, I had something called the baby blues, and I didn't even know that it actually existed until I looked back on it and, and kind of figured out that's what I had. Yeah, I couldn't. I remember when I come home from hospital after having Jensen and I put on one born every minute and I, I just had to turn it off. Like I, I couldn't watch it. I don't, I don't know why. I just physically couldn't watch anything about hospitals or childbirth. I had to turn it off. For a good few weeks after Jensen's birth, I had something called the baby blues, which it's, it's kind of like just feeling really all over the place and feeling really low. Yeah. And it was really hard because at that time, I, I had no understanding of what it was or what is this I'm feeling like? Why am I feeling like this? And I would just cry for, for no reason. And I was like, what, what is wrong with me? I did pick up after a few weeks and I was, yeah, I started feeling like a lot better. So that was great. But now whenever I 
uh, like any of my friends are pregnant, any of my family members are pregnant, I just, I, I just kind of let them know that, you know, sometimes it doesn't always go like to plan and it doesn't, you don't always have that, you know, moment. Um, there can be ups and downs. So I just feel like I have to do that because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I think motherhood's all about that as well. Sort of the ups and downs and all this emotions. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And then you went on to have Jesse as well. So yes. how was your birth with him? So my birth with Jesse was completely different. Um, I was older, so I was a couple of years older and I was married. Um, I, was, I was feeling very secure, I guess. I'd kind of nailed the whole first years of motherhood. So I knew exactly what was coming. I was prepared and... I was prepared mentally, which I think was definitely the main thing for me. And also because I had a previous C-section, I had a planned C-section with him. So there was no kind of pre-hospital stay. Um, so I was feeling great. And mentally I was in a really good place. I was, you know, really prepared. And, and I had a planned C-section, which went really smoothly. And I loved every minute of it. So that was great. The only difference with Jesse's birth was my C-section recovery. So with my first C-section recovery, I kind of bounced back actually. Like, I don't know how I bounced back so well, but I did. Mm. Then with my second C-section recovery, I was expecting to bounce back and I didn't. Um, I bought Jesse home. I left hospital 24 hours after I had him because that's what I did with Jensen. And I thought I'd be fine, but I wasn't. I couldn't even like sit up in bed. I, I could hardly move, which really wasn't very helpful. So we had to actually go back into hospital because Jesse um, had jaundice. And that was actually such a blessing in disguise because I was back in the hospital beds, meaning I could, you know, sit up and down. Um, and I could care for him much better with that support. So, yeah. And then you found out, I mean, how old are your twins now? 18 months, you said. So you must yes. found out over two years ago now that you yeah. were pregnant with twins. Yeah. Just so talk to me about that. Yeah, so just over two years ago. Um, so me and Jordan had discussed, like, having another baby. Um, we both felt like we wanted to. It was kind of like a do-we-don't-we situation. Um and we kind of just went with it. And I found out I was pregnant shortly after a Lanzarote trip, actually. Lanzarote 2019, it would have been in April. So I got home and in the May, I found out I was pregnant. And it was brilliant. You know, we were, we were thrilled, absolutely thrilled. And then a few weeks later, I, after feeling so rough, <laughs> I think is the word, um, we found, no, I start, I had a bleed. Um, so I instantly thought, okay, um, I kind of know what's happening here. I, I just thought like that was it. It was because it was quite a bleed. It wasn't just like a little bit of blood. So I prepared myself for the worst, to be completely honest. And I did mentally prepare myself for you know, going in and being told that there wasn't a heartbeat. So when I went in and led down on the scan, I was on my own. When the sonographer said, okay, um, are there twins in the family? I was just like, yeah, my mum had twins. And she said, well, she turned the screen and she was like, you're actually, you're actually pregnant with twins. Um, 
And I don't know if a twin pregnancy has anything to do with bleeding. I think uh, I think there is a small link, um, but I don't know offhand. Um, and yeah, so I from going from mentally preparing myself to not having a pregnancy to being told I was pregnant with twins, I was elated to be honest wow. because yeah, it was amazing. And how was Jordan's reaction when you told him? Oh, he he was thrilled. Like he was over the moon. He really was. Jordan is so laid back. Um, he is always up for an adventure. He is always kind of like he's got a real zest for life. And like that is something that when we first met, like completely drew me to him because mm. I feel like I'm the same. We, we both have like a love and, and zest for life. And we just thought like what an amazing adventure. Yeah, that is so exciting. So how was your pregnancy and birth with the twins? So my pregnancy with the twins, um, the first trimester was rough. It was really rough and it was a real bittersweet because I was I was over the moon to be pregnant again um, with and especially with the twins. I, I was absolutely over the moon, but I felt so ill. I had severe morning sickness. Um, I hate calling it morning sickness because it's so much more than that. But it's just I like had, the whole day. You just yeah, feel Ill, basically. And, and I lost a lot of weight. Um, oh, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I literally lost so much weight. In the end, I did get admitted to hospital, and yeah, it it was it was a bit of a roller coaster. Um, I could hardly eat at all. I just felt so ill all the time. But luckily, I kind of picked up around seventeen weeks. I remember kind of waking up when I was about seventeen weeks and suddenly feeling like okay. And it's funny because with a twin pregnancy, the way I kind of describe it is that the first trimester goes on for longer. And the third trimester starts earlier. So in pregnancy, uh, uh, most people say that the second trimester is kind of like the blissful trimester where you're feeling really good. You've got your energy back, but you know, you're not too big. So you're uncomfortable. But with a twin pregnancy, that second trimester is a lot shorter because the first trimester like goes way into it. And then the, because you get way bigger sooner, the third trimester starts quicker. So that's the kind of difference for me, with the twin pregnancy. And then how was your birth with them? My birth with the girls was amazing. Um, yeah, I had a planned C-section, which um, was inevitable, really, because I'd already had two C-sections. So I had a planned C-section. And it, it just went so smoothly. Um, I I think I was, I think I was about 30. God, I, my memory is so bad now, honestly, after having all the four <laughs> children. I, I think I was about 38 weeks um, when I had the twins and it was a planned C-section went really smoothly. It, it was a bit of a shock because I was 38 weeks and the girls were really good weights. I was expecting to just go up to the ward, but actually when we got, well, Rosabella didn't even get to the ward because her breathing was quite labored. And so that was a little bit of a shock, but mentally I was okay. And I feel like looking back at all my births, as long as I'm mentally prepared and mentally okay, I can, deal with the kind of physical side of it and, and whatever's yeah. thrown at me. So um, Rosabella went down to NICU straight away and then India shortly followed because her blood um, sugar levels dropped. So yeah, they were both in NICU, I think for around two to three days and I was on the ward. And the, the thing that was hard about that, apart from obviously being apart from your babies, was the fact that I had a C-section and the NICU unit was a little bit of a walk from the birthing centre. 
And you know what it's like in a hospital. Everyone is so busy and... Um, you know, the midwives and the nurses, they're really busy. And I didn't want to kind of be a burden on them and kind of ask them to wheel me down. So I would walk, which was extremely painful. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. And I would walk just after my C-section. So that was really painful. And because I was in NICU, I would miss the drugs round. So I would kind of be late with my painkillers. And it was actually really agonizing. But because I was mentally kind of you know, okay. And the girls were doing really well. I, I just, you know, I could deal with it and it was fine. Um, like I look back and smile instead of looking back and thinking, Oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's good. Um, we came home on Christmas Eve. So timing really wasn't on my side, to be honest, actually. Um, because I had the girls so close to Christmas, I wanted to be home obviously for the boys at Christmas. Um, so I kind of, I didn't rush home because they were four days old. So I didn't rush home, but I, I could have definitely stayed in a few extra days, but I really wanted to get home. So I got home and it, it was hectic. It really was hectic. You know, it was lovely, but the, it, now it's not a health visitor. They, they've got a different name now. It's like a new role. The newborn screener, I think the name is came round to weigh the girls on Christmas day. We, we just sat down for our Christmas dinner and she came round. So I got um, up and th- it was at that point that the girls lost, I think they'd lost like nearly maybe over 10% of their birth weight. And that was quite a blow. Um, I remember just bursting out into tears and it, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a blow, but you know, overall I was fine. And yeah, it's just, you know, the newborn stages is, is really there is a lot of ups and downs anyway. So especially when you've got two of them and you're trying to navigate and you, and I had the boys and it was and Christmas. Christmas day. Like that yeah. is just crazy. It, it was a lot. Superwoman. No, it was a lot. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed the kind of downtime just after that. And that's when I, I guess we really kind of found our feet with it all. And yeah. um, the girls started really making, you know, some, some lovely progresses that I put on weight. We got together, we got to grits with, you know, the feeding and all of the care stuff. I look back and smile, which is the main thing. <laughs> yeah, and they're happy and healthy now. And now you're a family of six. Yes. And did you always want to have a, a, you know, a big family? I did. So when I was younger, um, I would always say, oh, I'm going to have four children. Like, you know, when you're a teenager and you plan yeah. your life with all your friends, and say, I'm going to have this, I'm going to do that. I always said, I'm having four children, um, if not more. <laughs> but that was like my minimum. And then when I had my first child, I was like, okay, maybe this is, you know, going to be pretty tough and I'm probably not going to have four children. Um, but, you know, a few years later, here I am. I was true to my word and I have got four children. And going back to your like influencer and vlogging journey, I mean, I was chatting to you before and saying that I've been following you on YouTube for quite a while. Um, when did you start your YouTube career? I started, oh, now in January 2017. That's when I first started my channel. And then how has it sort of grown over time? I know you've got your um, clothing company, you and me as well. Yeah, so I guess it's just kind of been like a really consistent thing, like being online. And it just kind of grew over time. So yeah, it's it's been a real journey, I guess. And then last year, I launched You and Me because I, I always like, wanted to really kind of do something like that. 
and yeah it's it's been it's been a roller coaster like the whole kind of you know few years especially um this last year because obviously everything well it's over a year now isn't it um everything changed like the whole world changed and yeah having to consistently show up online when you know everything's going on and there's so much uncertainty and you know all these different rules and everything like that and the kind of videos that I'd usually film um you know I had to completely change everything so so that was a that was a real challenge but like everything you know nothing ever goes completely smooth there's always going to be challenges but I feel like the kind of the whole thing we're coming out the other end now and just this weekend, I filmed, um, we went to Weymouth for the weekend. We stayed in a caravan. Oh, yeah. I'm going there next weekend. Are can't you? Wait. Yes, can't wait. Oh, where are you staying? Um, literally right on the seafront. Um, Is it like a hotel got, you're staying in? It's an, it's an apartment. Um, Love it. So I can't wait. We're going to go to Durdle Door as well. So oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. You gotta to go to Dirt or Door. Have you got anything planned? Because I did the most amazing boat trip. I feel like you No, need to you'll have to you'll have to t- well, yeah, well, you'll have to tell me and give oh, your tips because we've actually got nothing yeah. booked. Oh my goodness. So we actually saw dolphins. <gasps> if you're if you're into that. I um, am. I love dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a boat trip you can do. You get it from the harbour in Weymouth, and it's called the Cruise and Wildlife Tour because all the cruise ships are in Weymouth at the moment. So you get a boat trip and you go and look around all the cruise ships and um, there was dolphins. So that was amazing. But going back to my point, like it, it was it was a really kind of joyous weekend and it was yeah. something different. And it, it kind of reminded me of why I started my channel um, and I filmed it all and I've just been editing the video today and it's going live um, at five o'clock. And it just reminded me of why I love it. And yeah, it was just like a really kind of nice thing to do. And that is and it, so, that that's what I love doing. It's probably so nice to look back as like on as a family, all yeah. those memories that you've created since you started vlogging. Like you've got yeah. like video memories of whole entire trips and yeah. girls, and you can see that all your children growing up. It's probably so nice to see. Yeah, 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 it is. Um that is definitely a plus of it. Yeah, definitely. And then on the other hand to this, are there any sort of like negatives you've you've found in sort of the influencer or vlogging world? Like anything, there's always going to be negatives. Um, and, it, you know, and it's hard because usually I would, when I was younger, if there was something negative about something, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to change. I'm not going to do that anymore. But now being older... I've learned that anything you do and everything you do, there's going to be downsides and there's going to be negatives. I mean, people online can be awful. Yeah, (laughs) There's no actually other way to put it. Like they, they can be awful. And when you are in a good place mentally Mm -hmm. and when you're kind of, you know, you're feeling okay and you're feeling confident and um, you're mentally in a good place, like, I can take it like I can because it is part of it. It is. It always has been. But when you're not feeling great and when you're not 100% about something and when you're kind of unsure, um, it can be really hard to take. Um, So that is definitely a negative. But I will say that, you know, the positives, of course, outweigh the negatives 100%. So 
like but like anything you know it's a lesson and everything you do there will be a negative side and it's just about managing that and you know kind of getting the balance right I guess yeah no definitely and your sister Elle she's also um, an influencer and a vlogger and she's now pregnant as well yeah so have you been sharing any top tips and mummy advice to her um yeah I have I definitely have but I also am very mindful of not kind of I don't want to come across as like a know-it-all at all. So I, and <laughs> yeah. it's really, it's really important. I'm sure every new mum will agree that every everyone needs to do it their way. And I've told her I'm going to be around whenever she wants me, but equally, I don't want to intrude. Yeah. So she she just needs to let me know what she wants from me and I, I can do it. Um, but equally, you know, everyone needs to do it their way and everyone finds their way. Yeah, definitely. I guess that answers sort of my next question, which was what are your sort of top tips for the new mums? But I think if you are a new mum, it's it's sort of to not be pressurised, I guess, and listen to too much and sort of do it your own way. It is, definitely. But then equally, and this is something I've said to Elle, it's really handy to kind of make... I don't want to use the word like mum friends because it seems a bit corny, but but like make a support group. Mm-hmm. from people that are actually in, in a very similar place to you. So um, I introduced my sister to another friend I've got who is a first time, going to be a first time mum around the same time as Elle. Yeah. Because I thought that would be really helpful because I remember when I became a first time mum and I made friends with a few other other first time mums and they were younger. Um, so this was after I had Jensen. I think he was a bit older. But it was really helpful. This is like within the first year. It mm. was really helpful um, to kind of make those connections because you're talking to another first time mum. So you don't feel kind of like patronized or anything like that. You just, you're both on the same level. I think it's really important to find someone like on your level. Yeah, definitely. And going back to sort of your big family, and I know you said before you've just done a little side project of renovating, you're going to move house. How do you do it all? How do you juggle all your family life? Do you know what? To be completely honest, it is a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. I mean, I used to upload three videos a week on YouTube. Like that was my thing. But since everything else has started, since we started um our property and since we started you and me and since obviously the girls have got older I haven't been uploading three times a week on YouTube because it's just not possible <laughs> like it just isn't um at, at the moment I'm lucky if one well, I try to get one video up a week at least and that yeah. is where I'm kind of sitting at the moment now when the girls get a bit older and when things calm down a bit and I I will, I hope to, you know, start to upload a bit more, like back, get back to three uploads a week. I also want to do a bit more, like incorporate the whole property side into it. So with our renovation going on, I think that's going to feature heavily. Um, So yeah, you know, it's ups and downs and it is really challenging at times, but I guess just kind of prioritizing and, making sure that I that we as a family also get that quality time as well because then I feel good and really happy and able to kind of you know focus on other things so yeah it's definitely about getting the balance right and making sure that I don't what's that saying the saying is yeah there we go you can't pour (laughs) from an empty cup and I have learned that that I've had to learn the way that 
you know, I can keep on top of things is actually just by taking that downtime as well, because that like makes my soul happy and it, and it fills up my cup and then I can pour from that cup. Now we're out of lockdown and hopefully this will be the last one. I'm just going to try and find some wood to tap on. What are you most excited about for this year? Oh, I'm excited about moving house. Um, I'm really excited about that. I'm, ex- I'm really excited about making memories with the children um, that doesn't involve the local park. So, um, <laughs> How many Jordan, times have you visited them oh last year? Oh my lord, a lot, a hell of a lot, <laughs> too many. Um, yeah, Jordan actually said that earlier, and it made me laugh. So yeah, we're just really looking forward to making memories. So we went to Weymouth at the weekend, like as a family. We're like quite—I don't want to use the word adventurous because it's quite like a, yeah, a strong like word. outdoorsy. But yeah, we really like to do things, and you know, we love to get out and about and. And we, we love to travel. We love to explore. So we're really looking forward to getting back to that as well as obviously everything that comes with renovating a property. So, yeah, I'm just really excited to, you know, get stuck into some things and live, I guess, just live. Live your life, basically, yeah. Exactly. And say goodbye to COVID, hopefully. And yeah. my final question is, what does motherhood mean to you? Wow, what does motherhood mean to me? I guess it means, I don't know, it means everything. Like, it, it means, you know, setting my soul. Uh, is that the right word? It sets my soul on fire? Is that like a nice yeah. thing? I think it is, yeah. Like it, lifts, it lifts your soul. Yeah, exactly. It does. And it is absolutely everything to me. It's the forefront of every single thing I do. Like everything I do comes back to motherhood. And I think it will be that way forever. So, yeah, I, I love it. Um, I was going to say I love every minute, but there is... You don't. <laughs> no, there's, I feel like it that can give us a wrong message because it's hard, you know, it is really hard. And there are times where you think, oh my goodness. But, you know, at the end of the day, I smile and, you know, I feel they are my purpose. So, yeah. yeah and you won't lucky. change it. Absolutely not, No. Lucy, you have been amazing. Thank you so much. Um, That is the end of the podcast. We will pop some links below to your Insta, your YouTube, and you and me as well. So anyone listening, if you don't already follow Lucy on Instagram, why aren't you? Um, Go follow. And yeah, we will catch up soon, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. And don't forget, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go give us a review. Thank you.